0: As entrepreneurs, we see the world differently. In a world that not only tolerates but promotes mediocrity, we unreasonably demand more. Giving you access to the world's most successful entrepreneurs and thought leaders, this podcast uncovers the untold truths of what it really takes to build a multi-million dollar business while optimizing your personal performance in every area of your life. I'm Jack DeLosa. Let's get to work. Yeah in this video we're talking about how to elevate yourself out of the day-to-day operations of your business uh, through building an effective leadership team this is how this works guys is in the seed stage and startup stage let's say until you get to about uh, a million dollars revenue maybe a couple million dollars revenue is you're forced to do everything, right? You need to figure out the how. You're launching a market campaign, you're the how person. Building the sales process, you're the how person. You're the you're building a product or a new service for your customers or potential customers, you're figuring out how to do it. However, it's best that you get to a point where you stop thinking how and you start thinking who, right? There is a point that you reach where it stops being about How much can I get out of myself every day and how much can I do every day while that will continue to be important at a certain point in your journey what becomes even more important is how do I bring on exceptional people induct them train them help them develop to a point where they can perform these functions better than I can right in the startup stage let's say until you get to about a million dollars revenue you're thinking you know, If someone can do something about 60% as well as you, then you kind of bring them on because you're the person that's still doing everything and is, is, is probably the person who's still best at doing everything. It's inevitable. It's fine. It's, it's, it's an inevitable stage of building a business. However, you go from if they're doing it 60% as well as you, you bring them on to having the business be at such a point where you want to find people not that can do it 60% as well as you, but people who can do it 160% better than you in their individual Functions and at that point your mindset goes from how do I do this to who should I enroll who could do this Better than me and so you go from doing everything and playing all of the instruments to being the conductor of the orchestra You go from doing everything to being the leader So let's talk about the framework through which we do that firstly understand that every business does five things Every business does five things. Let's talk about the workflow in a sequential order. We go out to market and we generate interest and attention. We call that marketing. That interest and attention then comes through the door. Probably not literally, but let's call it figuratively. The lead comes in, the phone rings, the email drops in the inbox. Or if you own a store, then somebody literally does walk through the door. At that point, it's our job to turn the interest and attention into a paid customer. We call that sales, right? So you've got marketing, sales. Once we've marketed it, we've sold it, what do we then need to do? Deliver it. And so the third function is product development and delivery, so customer journey also falls under this product development and delivery. So we've got marketing, sales, product development and delivery. As we go up the growth curve, operations becomes a function and a department in and of itself. And then we've marketed it, we've sold it, we're delivering it, we're operationalizing internally so that the, the engine is is uh, running as seamlessly as possible, there's only one thing left to do, and that is count and manage the money. We call that finance. So we've got marketing, sales, product, ops, finance. Every business only does five things. And so essentially what you're looking for in a leadership uh, team and in each of your leaders is to take responsibility, commercial responsibility, and accountability for delivering on the commercial outputs of that, functions, of that function every week and every month. And so your director of marketing or head of marketing or whatever you might call that particular role, the title is secondary and often unimportant. Uh, CMO, Chief Marketing Officer, whatever it might be. That person, you know, you've got got a 12-month strategy and you've built that maybe with your leadership team as the CEO. And so we know that on you know in January, we need to generate 800 leads. In February, in order to hit our sales target that month, we need to generate 600 leads. In March, we're doing something different, so our organic lead gen is going to be 200 because we're going to do this peripheral. But you know how many leads need to be generated on a month-by-month basis. It is then the uh, responsibility of the director of marketing to deliver on the set KPIs of that particular function each and every month, and they are accountable to it. If you also have a director of sales, then those two people work hand in hand incredibly synergistically to ensure that the revenue generation of the organization uh, occurs and it occurs every month, and when it doesn't, we have a discussion around performance or what went wrong, and when it does, we try and analyze and reverse engineer that to see if we can bottle it in. Same with products, same with ops, and same with financial management. The only thing I'd say is with financial management, you don't need a full-time CFO for most businesses until you get to, you know, probably, let's say, six, eight, maybe even 10 million revenue. you might have an outsourced CFO that you catch up with a couple of hours per week. The function is incredibly important. You just, by virtue of being a small to medium-sized business, until you get to that sort of, let's say, 6 to 8 to $10 million range, um, you probably don't need a full-time CFO. Now, here's the thing, guys. A couple of things with building a leadership team. Firstly, you don't do it quickly, right? I'm not suggesting, if you're doing a couple million bucks revenue with the moment, I'm not suggesting that you go out next month and, you know, try and build a leadership team in a month. You look at where's our biggest opportunities at the moment and where are our biggest problems at the moment. So it might be we're growing really well, i.e. marketing and sales are working well. However, our customers aren't as happy as we want them to be, therefore I want to bring in a head of product, they're gonna be my first hire. Or you know what, our operations, are acceptable our products pretty good our customers are quite happy we're just not growing fast enough so my first person that you, you know I would encourage you to bring on in that scenario is maybe a director of marketing or if your marketing engines really strong maybe your director of sales to make sure that we're gen- that we're utilizing the leads that we are generating the intention that we are generating to ensure that it flows through to actually engaging customers and bringing people on who become paid customers And so think about where your business is at and then slowly build a leadership team that addresses each of the core functions. They should have deep expertise and be better at you in that function. That doesn't mean you don't lead them and manage them and coach them. They will still require that and it's in everybody's best interest that you can still deliver that. The second thing is they need to have um, a hunger, not a willingness to, a hunger to execute. You know, when you're doing a million bucks, let's say anywhere between one and 20, we're not at the point yet where we want executives who sit around and draw up strategies and tell people what to do. They need to, at this stage of the game, they need to get their hands a lot more dirty. So they need to be uh, willing and hungry to execute and get their hands dirty, while also, number three, being able to think and operate strategically. So they need to have deep expertise, they need to have a hunger for execution, getting their hands dirty, no ivory towers. Uh, and thirdly, they, even though they do have that micro-execution skill set, they also need to be able to think and operate at a strategic level. Okay, those are the three characteristics that you want in each of your leaders. And so have a think about your business right now. What is the key function in your business where if you were to no longer do it, somebody else was to come in and take responsibility for that. You're going to work really closely with them for three months, six months, but try and get them to a point where ultimately they're operating relatively autonomously. They're now driving the performance of that function in your business. And again, you've elevated one step closer to being a great CEO and ensuring that your business is well looked after. Thanks for tuning into today's podcast. I'm Jack DeLosa. If you enjoyed listening, make sure you hit subscribe and you'll be the first in line to get every new episode sent directly to your phone. While you're at it, open Instagram and connect with me. My handle is simply at Jack DeLosa, D-E-L-O-S-A. This is where you'll find me every day sharing the secrets of scaling multi-million dollar businesses and giving you a behind the scenes look at what it really takes to build a life that you love. You can also find me on all the usual places, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Just search Jack DeLosa. Thanks again for listening, and as always, dream out loud. That's a wrap. You yeah.